Hello everyone and welcome to Cody's Car Conundrum. I'm your host, Cody Wagner. Here we'll discuss everything related to the wide world of automobiles, including culture, news, games, interviews, and events. Without further ado, let's get on with the show. Before we continue with the episode though, let's observe a moment of silence for 9-11. It was just the 19th anniversary, so never forget. And with that, on with the show. Thank you all for listening. Hey, hey everyone, welcome to the show. Today is obviously the weekly news roundup thing that we do. This McLaren edition is perhaps the most desirable Mercedes SLR Roadster in the market. One of the, one of the just, that's kind of odd, one of the just six SLR Roadsters that were tested by MSO is now offered at an auction. Oh, okay, I mean, the body kit doesn't look that desirable, but the rest of it's kind of interesting, especially considering there's only six the Bugatti Chiron Sport shows what real speed looks like. Not one, but two Chiron Sport hypercars participated at an event in Switzerland. All new 2021 Rolls-Royce Ghost meets 20 pre-1936 forebears. Mem- members of the world's oldest Rolls-Royce car club got to see the all-new Ghost at Goodwood. Looking for a weekend project? Build your own Hyundai Soapbox Racer. The soapbox can be made from basic materials found at a hardware store. Okay, well then where did the high-end eye badging come from? <laughs> Audi is wasting no time getting the Q4 Sportback e-tron ready for production. The Q4 Sportback e-tron will be launched after the regular Q4 e-tron. Nikola denies claim it's an intricate fraud. Threatens legal action over report. Nikola has been accused of everything from lying to faking videos. 2021 Dodge Durango Pursuit revealed with new looks and equipment. The 2021 Charger Pursuit also gains a new 8-speed automatic transmission. 2021 Honda Passport now comes standard with 8-inch infotainment system, Android Auto, and Apple CarPlay. Prices climb by $600, but the 2021 Passport has a couple of new features to justify the added expense. Aries Design's S Project is a stunning supercar based on the C8 Corvette. The Aries Design S pumps out 705 horsepower from its modified 6.2-liter V8. VW's upcoming ID4 electric SUV can tow up to 4,200 pounds, or 1,900 kilograms. The upcoming VW ID4 will be revealed to the world on September 23rd. Daimler facing potential sales woes as sharp winds, as sharp winds patent clash, and apparently the automaker responded. Daimler has just lost its second patent case over mobile technology in three weeks. Oh no! Is this that sales ban that was from what the, the last? The last weekly roundup podcast that we did. I'm pretty sure that was August. New Corvette C8R available for gamers on iRacing. The Chevrolet Corvette C8R has a screaming 5.5 liter naturally aspirated V8. And actually, I just saw this car being driven on iRacing just yesterday by a streamer on Twitch called AeroHD. If you ever... if I don't know if some of you remember the drifting... Some of the drifting tutorials on YouTube about... Four, well, that was on... Or in Forza Games a while back. That kind of AeroHD... They kind of showed up in, for- in fail race videos occasionally, but I was actually watching his stream. He's on Twitch now, primarily, and he got to driving the C8R because I think he had a race for some LMP2 cars today. I wonder how that went. Anyway, I saw that car, and it sounds uber weird in iRacing. And the thing is, it it sounds pretty much the same in real life. It's just it's weird hearing that come out of a Corvette Corvette-branded car, but it looked pretty good. The only thing he was kind of complaining about were, were the brakes. Tesla Sentry Mode captures woman scratching Model Y with a knife. The Tesla's cameras captured the woman's face and her license plate. 
New DS4 to chase after BMW 1 Series and Mercedes A-Class. The new DS4 could eventually be offered with an electric powertrain. 2021 Mercedes-Benz EQS interior looks very similar to the new S-Class. The new Mercedes-Benz EQS will offer over 435 miles of charge. McLaren is looking to sell its Woking headquarters for 200 million pounds. McLaren says the sale will not impact its day-to-day -day operations, though. The GMC Hummer EV will have an intriguing crab mode. The GMC Hummer EV is set to be unveiled to the world this fall. I so desperately want to know what crab mode is. I'm half, th I'm half thinking it's that four-wheel steer Jeep Wrangler concept from a while ago where it had two... I think it had a two 6.1-liter Hemis at both ends and it could turn the wheels almost just... The front and the rear wheels perpendicular to each other to crab into a park. I wonder if it has a feature like that. Tesla will start exporting China-made Model 3s to Europe in the coming months. Currently, Tesla Model 3 EVs that are being shipped to Europe are built in the United States. Diesel-powered Seat Ibiza and Arona dropped from UK lineup. There wasn't much of a demand for the Seat Ibiza and Arona diesels, apparently. 2021 Cadillac CT4 and CT5 update brings Super Cruise, new digital dash, and more. The 2021 Cadillac CT4 and CT5 will, will land in dealerships this fall. Maserati teases a new Gran Turismo for 2021. The new Maserati Gran Turismo will have a design inspired by the MC20. And don't worry, I'm going to be getting to that. I think I'm going to be doing a special for that actually this Sunday. Mercedes-Benz A250e plug-in hybrids launched in Australia with 45-mile electric range. The Mercedes-Benz A250e offers up, offers up to 215 horsepower and 332 pound-feet of torque. Rented Audi R8 splits in half after driver hits 13 cars. Suspected driver posts video on social media. Police are still trying to find out who was driving the German supercar that night. Aura Goodcat is an oddly named Chinese EV that sort of looks like a mini Porsche. The Aura Goodcat has a single electric motor with 143 horsepower and 311 miles of range. So imagine a port sort of imagine a Porsche 911 face on a mini body, like a mini Cooper body, and that's kind of what this good cat looks like. I guess they wanted to make the opposite to the Hellcat, but didn't realize that the Hellcat was a muscle car. <laughs> Upgrade your Rolls-Royce Cullinan to 663 horsepower for just $3,995. VF Engineering's kit for the Rolls-Royce Cullinan raises output by 100 horsepower. Now, I don't know if any of you are on Instagram, but there's a relatively well-known Viper that likes to put the gap on a lot of supercars. Owned by an account called Sneaky Snakes, this Viper takes everyone to Gapplebee's with a newly acquired 9-liter Extreme Stroker kit from a company in Detroit called Prefix. The headline reads as follows. This Dodge Viper has a screaming 9-liter, 825-horsepower V10 under its hood. The upgrade package for the Dodge Viper costs $26,000, including fitting and tuning. The upshot is this. It's one of the most insane NA-only full-weight V10, let alone V10 American supercars that that is A on Instagram, but B on YouTube. And side note, I did actually, I don't know if I told you guys, but there was a High Plains event, I think it was July, it might have been, I think it was July, but essentially, there was a Viper TA 2.0 there, and the owner had a 9-liter Extreme kit, and they allowed me to rev the car. I revved! 825 horsepower! It was so awesome. The video, I need to put that sole video actually up on my YouTube channel, but the video is in the NASA Part 2 vid, I believe. 
on my YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash Cody's Car Conundrum. You can check it out there. But Sneaky Snake's car, I love it so, 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 so much. It's it's blue. It's awesome. It puts the it takes everyone to the Gapplebee's, and it sounds incredible. Got it. Gotta check it out. Go to Instagram and type in Sneaky Snakes, and it's a blue viper as the avatar image. Check it out! New Bentley blower engine comes to life in crew on specially built test bed. This is the engine that will power car zero of Bentley's new blower continuation series. BMW's Munich plant ready to start assembling new i4 electric sedan. The Munich factory has also been prepped for manufacturing a new BMW M3. VW ID4 electric SUV starts shaping up for the American market. The Volkswagen ID4 for the USA will enter production in Tennessee in 2022. New Hyundai Tucson N-Line allegedly getting 230 horsepower. Tucson N up to 290 horsepower. The upcoming Hyundai Tucson N should get a turbocharged 2.5 liter engine with about 286 horsepower. Lucid is testing a tri-motor air prototype that can run a 9.3 second quarter mile time. The tri-motor 1,200 horsepower Lucid Air would be the quickest production car ever. 2021 BMW 4 Series convertible revealed in patent images. The BMW M4 Series, no not M4, the BMW 4 Series convertible will follow in the footsteps of the coupe, but adopt a retractable soft top. Is Chevrolet readying an e-all-wheel drive hybrid system for the CA Corvette? Other Corvette, Corvette hybrids could allegedly include the Grand Sport and the Zora. 2021 Lexus RCF gains new limited Fuji Speedway Edition with lots of carbon bits. The 2021 Lexus RCF also gets Android Auto and some safety features as standard. This 2021 GMC Yukon was delivered with a mismatched liftgate paint color. It remains unclear how this GMC Yukon ended up with a mis mismatched tailgate, or liftgate as they're calling it. Can you believe that Lamborghini has built 10,000 Aventadors? The 10,000th Lamborghini Aventador is an SVJ Roadster, finished in Grigio Arciso. Or, I, hmm, I don't know how to say that. It's, it's a grayish white, essentially. What's interesting about that is that the Aventador has been around since 2012, so it's almost been around for 10 years now, where, where it took Dodge almost 25 years to make about, 30, you know, almost 40,000 Vipers. I'm, I'm not completely certain that Dodge made, on average, less Vipers than Lamborghini made Aventadors, but... That's kind of my suspicion. New Renault boss expects expects more cost cuts. Wants to follow F's, no PSA's financial strategy. Luca Di, Luca De Mio probably got your name wrong. I'm sorry. Took over as CEO of the Renault Group this summer after leaving Seat. Wow, completely left the VW Group too. Dang. The Tesla Model Y has bizarre fake wood on the edges of its condenser. Why does the Model Y appear to use fake wood as zip ties? Maybe it's just tape. XVW Group CEO Martin Winkhorn, Wintercorn, sorry, staring down organized commercial fraud charge. Wintercorn and four others could be tried for acting as a criminal gang. Facelifted Ferrari Portofino spied hiding subtle updates. The styling changes are barely noticeable, but the car could get boosted to 612 horsepower. I will see you all after the break. We are back, and the first article that we're going to be taking a deeper look at is actually that soapbox racer, because I was kind of curious. Hyundai has, un has unveiled their latest car, which is made out of wood and requires assembly. Sounds like a Morgan. <laughs> or maybe a very old-fashioned Catrum. Known as the Soapbox, rather creatively, the model was created by engineers and designers from the Hyundai Motor Europe Technical Center as a fun project which families can build together. 
Despite being a soapbox racer, Hyundai says the gravity-powered vehicle was developed just like a regular car. As they explained, engineers first built the chassis and then designers sketched ideas on paper before building 3D models. After a final design was selected, another team worked on color and trim- WHAT TRIM? You mean trimming the wood? This wasn't exactly a smooth process, as Hyundai admitted the car's original, original design featured double curved surfaces, which would have been hard for people to replicate at home. Given this, the model was redesigned to be easier to be easier to build using materials that are re readily available at a typical hardware store. Lowe's, Home Depot, Morrison's maybe. While the styling draws inspiration from the 45 concept, the company adapted the joystick steering concept from the Prophecy Show car. However, in the soapbox, the joysticks are simply screwdrivers. The soapbox is constructed out of basic materials including wood, metal rods, brackets, and screws. The wheels are sourced from a wheelbarrow and the model features a simple braking system. The car measures, or the vehicle at this rate, measures 69 inches or 1.76 meters long and 39.3 inches or 1 meter wide, which means it can fit into vehicles such as the i30 wagon. Hyundai also noted it can support the weight of an adult, even though it's built for children. If you feel up to the challenge, you can build your own soapbox using these instructions. Oh, it's a, and there's a PDF. Ah, kind of, kind of expensive. See, I want a Viper one. <laughs> That'd be a pain in the butt to build. Because of all the advanced surfacing, but that, that'd be cool. And then Daimler. Or uh, as someone said on the Alpor, Alpar forums a long time ago, uh, dang liar. <laughs> Update. A Daimler representative came in touch with Carscoops and provided a statement from the company regarding the court's decision and its plan to appeal it. We do not understand the decision of the Munich Regional Court and will appeal against it. We do not have any stoppage of production or sales. We have a different legal opinion on the question of how to license patents in the automotive industry that are essential for telecommunication standards. We believe that a company cannot be prohibited from using such patents if its suppliers are willing to pay a corresponding license. We will have this question clarified in the course of the appeal proceedings. The verdict only concerns smaller parts of the original lawsuit since Sharp had partially withdrawn its claim. The reason for this was that a license was concluded between a Daimler supplier and Sharp in the meantime. This shows that the model favored by us, license, licensing by the suppliers themselves, is basically possible. And then the original article. After finished tech firm, tech firm Nokia won its patent dispute against Daimler last month, Japan's Sharp just handed the carmaker its second court defeat in three weeks regarding the use of mobile technology in its models. A Munich court granted an injunction to the tech company allowing Sharp to ban sales of Daimler vehicles, with authorities deciding that the carmaker used Sharp tech without a license, reports Auto News Europe. This suit is part of a larger legal battle that Daimler is engaged in against several te technology companies. Nokia, who joined forces with Sharp in this case, won its injunction against Daimler in Mannheim on August 18th, but has yet to enforce it. The court ruled that Nokia can only go ahead with the sales ban if it posts a collateral of 7 billion euros or 8.3 billion dollars. We cannot understand the verdict of the- Oh, okay, well we already heard that part. And uh, we don't assume there will be a sales ban. However, the Munich court was more lenient with Sharp, imposing a collateral of just 5.5 million euros, making this judgment much easier to enforce, meaning Daimler may actually have to sweat this one. The German carmaker can of course still appeal the court's decision, and if that happens, the ruling could only be enforced if and or when the winner posts collateral. This appeal, if it happens, should represent a much more important case for Daimler, one that they will definitely one that they definitely will not will not want to lose. And lastly, McLaren's headquarters. 
McLaren is looking to sell its headquarters in Woking with the plan to lease the facility as a way to help its balance sheet following a difficult 2020. The British carmaker could sell the site for upwards of 200 million pounds or 256.1 million dollars and has confirmed that it will not move out of the facility nor will the sale have any impact on its day-to-day -day operations. The iconic facility was opened in 2003 and estate agents Colliers, I think I got that awfully wrong, has been hired to look for a buyer. McLaren recently revealed that its automotive venue revenues slumped to 143 million pounds or 183 million dollars in the first half of the year compared with 592 million pounds or 758 million in 2019. It also has confirmed that it's cutting 1,200 jobs. The potential sale and leaseback of our global headquarters and the appointment of banks to advise us on a debt restructuring and equity raise are part of the comprehensive refinancing strategy that we announced earlier this year. A McLaren spokesperson told The Guardian of all places, Building on these shorter-term measures that we put in place over the summer, these initiatives will deliver a stronger balance sheet and ensure that, and ensure that McLaren Group has a sustainable platform for long-term growth and investment. On the back of its falling revenues, McLaren raised £291 million, pounds, or $373 million in equity in March, and received a £150 million, pound, or $192 million loan from the National Bank of Bahrain in June. It could look at other ways to raise further money, including selling minority stakes in its Formula One team. That would make a friend of mine very, very sad indeed. Probably mad, too. And honestly, I think I'd be mad as well. Getting back to the rest of the news, though. McLaren's new, <laughs> speaking of McLaren, McLaren's new hybrid sports series, despite all that, is coming along nicely. The new McLaren sports series will be unveiled next year with a twin-turbo V6 hybrid. Audi's flagship e-tron S goes on sale with three electric motors and up to 496 horsepower. The first electric Audi to wear the S badge is going to be launched this fall in Europe. A Spark's 2,112 PS Owl EV hypercar ready for customer deliveries. The Owl has already crushed its 0-60 test, completing the run in just 1.72 seconds, or basically stroke-inducing speed. Sebastian Vettel to race for Aston Martin in 2021. Ferrari's Sebastian Vettel will join a rebranded Racing Point outfit next year, teaming up with Lance Stroll. I sense contention on the horizon. Nissan Z Proto fires up its engine and reveals manual gearbox in a new teaser video. Nissan will unveil the Proto Z sports car on September 15th. It's official. Maserati's Sublevante Super... No, not Supercar. SUV will be named the Grisal. G-R-E-C-A-L-E. Maybe Grisale. Although I don't see a little thing on top of the E, so I'm going to say the... the the Grisal. I'm going to call it that. The Maserati Grisal will share the Alfa Romeo Stelvio's platform and will debut in 2021. See the new 2021 Kia Sorento from every angle as it lands in Australia with two engines. The 2021 Kia Sorento will soon also hit dealerships in the US. 2021 Lexus ES300H gains new premium edition in the UK for better value. Lexus is making the 2021 ES300H more attractive with the new premium model. Aussies have a new Ford Ranger 4x4 XLT double cab on offer. The Ford Ranger 4x4 XLT double cab starts at just over 46,000 Australian. Tiffany Dell checks out an awesome Porsche 911 resto mod from Theon Design. Kind of looks like a toned down singer. The Porsche 911 resto mod from Theon Design has a 3.8 liter engine with 370 horsepower? Woohoo! That's more than I was expecting. Lucid previews all-electric gravity SUV based on the air. The Lucid SUV will be based on the same platform as the all-electric air. And speaking of Lucid, 
Production 2021 Lucid Air available from $72,500, rated up to 1,080 horsepower and 517 miles of range. The 2021 Lucid Air will be a will be available from spring 2021 and tops out with the Dream Edition. Future GMEVs will feature a high-tech wireless battery management system. The wireless management system means engineers won't have to redesign complex wiring schemes for each new EV. Bentley Boss is adamant they won't increase annual production. Bentley's annual sales will remain at around, 10, at, at around the 10,000 unit mark. 2021 Mercedes-Benz G350 has a 2-liter 4-cylinder, that's not nearly enough, engine. It costs over $200,000 in China. The entry-level Mercedes-Benz G-Class has 255 horsepower and returns 22 mpg. 2021 Mercedes E-Class lineup starts at $54,250 and tops out at $112,450. The face of the Mercedes AMG E63S sedan will set you back $107,500. The Bugatti Chiron Persport goes, goes airborne at Nardo during track testing. Deliveries of the Bugatti Chiron Persport will commence before the end of the year. Ford Executive drives Mustang Mach-E 300 miles or 484 kilometers in Norway, and yet it still has a 14% charge left at the, at the end of it. The Ford Mustang Mach-E, why am I saying that? The Ford Mach-E has a quoted range of 335 miles in extended, in extended range all-wheel drive guys. And that is it for this part of the segment. I will see you all after the break for the last 10 minutes. Alrighty, time for the final segment. Unifor selects Ford as strike target as Canada's last Ford plant hangs in the balance. Ford's Oakville assembly plant could be closed after the current Edge goes out of production. 2021 Suzuki Jimny returns to the UK as a 4x4 light commercial vehicle. Suzuki's new Jimny LCV retains the characteristics of the, SC of the SUV while offering seating for two. $18,000 for a new Lamborghini? Yes! But it's a bicycle! The new limited edition Cervelo R5 bicycle is for the Lamborghini owner who has it all and wastes more money than they should. BMW M4 convertible spied with less camouflage and will have up to 503 horsepower. The redesigned BMW M4 convertible is coming next year and should be offered with all-wheel drive. Icon unveils 1950s Thriftmaster Old School Edition Resto Mod. Powering Icon's Thriftmaster Old School Edition is a 503 horsepower V8. McLaren 620R now available with MSO, MSO's R-Pack. Roof scoop, anyone? Customers outside America and Asia can now fit their McLaren 620R with a giant roof scoop. Nissan has officially produced half a million Leaf EVs. The 500,000th Nissan Leaf was delivered to its owner in Norway. Suzuki GSX-R1000R limited edition model boasts retro livery. The limited edition Suzuki, as a friend of mine likes to say, Jixer 1000R, goes on sale in the UK next month, priced at £16,999. Ultra-rare McLaren Senna LM touches down in the US. Just five examples of the McLaren Senna LM are bound for US shores. 2021 Land Rover Defender Hardtop is a posh 4x4 LCV. Land Rover has launched the new Defender Hardtop in the UK, priced from £35,820. VW Boss admits to having driven Tesla Model Y, calls it a reference. VW Chairman Herbert Diaz, sorry if I got your name wrong, on both accounts, believes the Model Y is a reference for his company, though not in all aspects. Ford Mustang and Shelby GT500 quietly updated for the 2021 model year. The 2021 Ford Mustang is available with four new colors. Infiniti teases QX60 monograph prototype, reveal set for September 24th. The QX60 monograph will point to a new design direction for Infiniti as far as this nameplate is concerned. Eurospec Suzuki Swift gets a facelift for 2021, gains new engines and tech features. 
UK pricing for the 2021 Suzuki Swift starts at the equivalent of $19,268 here in the States. 2021 Volkswagen Golf variant and all-track finally arrive. The new Volkswagen Golf variant and all-track models have similar powertrain options. 1992 AutoZam AZ1 is a unique K car and once for sale in Texas. Powering the tiny AutoZam AZ1 is a Suzuki-built three-cylinder engine with just 63, no, 64, sorry, 64, the one makes all the difference, uh, horsepower. The track-focused BAC Mono is the most fun you can have in a car, apparently. The BAC Mono is powered by a 2.5-liter four-cylinder engine with 304 horsepower. 2020 Ford Puma Australian pricing announced. Official launch date is a few weeks away. The 2021 Ford Puma starts at the equivalent of $23,290 in the States, in whatever Australian currency that would be. The facelift of 2022 Genesis G70 looks just as we expected it would. The 2022 Genesis G70 also includes a series of interior updates. Land Rover Defender gets new plug-in hybrid and diesel variants. The Land Rover Defender is also offered in hardcore X-Dynamic trim. Build your own Tesla Cybertruck. Some assembly required. Love the Cybertruck and have some spare time? Considering Corona, you probably do. This project might be for you. Gordon Murray's next car will be more affordable and conventional. Murray said future models will be the lightest and best driving cars in their segment. I sure hope so. I love the T50. I want, I want Gordon Murray to make a modern 205 GTI. That's what I want. Uber going zero emissions by 2040 announces partnerships with GM and Renault Nissan. Uber wants 100% of rides in U.S., Canada, and European, well, Canadian, and European cities to be in electric vehicles by 2030. Not all GM dealers want to make upgrades for automatic EV, auto, automaker's EV future. GM wants dealers to spend between $120,000 and $200,000 to upgrade their facilities. Hyundai completes testing of 2021 Tucson, debuts on September 15th. The new Hyundai Tucson is going to be one of the most dramatic-looking SUVs in its class. Nissan Sushi slash Rogue Sport spied inside and out will feature a digital instrument cluster. What car doesn't these days? The next generation Sushi will feature an edgier exterior and high-tech cabin. Not surprising. Mercedes unveils the race-inspired project Glandewagon. Glandewagon. I've got that so horribly on all accounts. The G-Class is best known for its off-road capability. This one, however, is designed for the track, and it looks... What was that, uh... Remember that BMW X5 that had a bunch of F1 technology built into it? So imagine that, but with a more DTM-looking body kit and massive F1-looking wheels, and that's basically what you've got in that G-Class. VW Boss shoots down rumors about Tesla partnership following meeting with Elon Musk. In a video of the meeting, VW also provided a glimpse of a thinly disguised ID4. The first, the first customer-delivered Bugatti Devo is a thing of beauty. The Bugatti Devo starts at 5.9 million, and its production is capped at just 40 units. All-new 2022 Mercedes-AMG SL rendered based on spy shots. Not sure how accurate that is. Is this the production spec VW ID rooms with two Zs? The new electric SUV from VW could be dubbed the ID6. It, it should be. 2021 Subaru Forester Edition Sport 40 celebrates... Brand's 40th birthday in Germany. All those S's just messed me up. Subaru's new Forester Edition Sport 40 is limited to 468 units and starts at 39,956.60 euros, I believe. 2021 BMW 4 Series Coupe Dark Edition, terrible name, is a special edition, is a special limited model for the UAE. 
This BMW 430i Dark Edition model is wearing the carmaker's optional sapphire black exterior color. Great color! Lame name. There are just 502 Mercedes-Benz 190e 2.5 Evo 2s like this on the earth. The Mercedes-Benz 190e 2.5 Evo 2 mouthful has a high-revving four-cylinder engine. 2021 Ineos Grenadier attracts more than 17,000 registered potential buyers. Ineos will soon reveal the full range details of the Grenadier, as well as their sales network. Nikola and GMC, uh, not, G, not GMC, GM, shake hands on strategic partnership. General Motors will take on manufacturing responsibilities for the Nikola Badger EV truck. I wonder what plant they're going to open for that. Honda's updated Civic Type R, priced on £32,820 in the UK. Limited edition, still sold out. The first examples of the updated hot hatch will arrive at dealers over the next few weeks. Lewis Hamilton announces his race team for the inaugural Extreme E season. Hamilton's X44 will take part in the new electric off-roader racing series. What, so Dakar but for electric cars? Because they're using a Dakar vehicle as their promotional image. Brand new VW Compact SUV coming to the US this October. This brand new model will slot directly underneath the Tiguan in, the VW, in VW's crossover range. VW ID6 electric SUV makes spy debut dressed as a Peugeot, quite funnily. The Volkswagen ID6 is expected to be a seven-seater SUV inspired by the ID Runes concept. Skoda dropping Kodiak RS due to new emissions regulations. The Skoda Kodiak RS will return with the facelifted iteration, though not as a fev. Toyota GR Yaris works on its aggressive side with help from Gazoo Racing. Gazoo Racing has launched upgrades for the Toyota GR Yaris in Japan. Porsche Cayman GT4, Boxer Spider, and GTS 4.0 models will land with a PDK. The Porsche 718 models are quite a lot faster with the PDK gearbox. That's not surprising at all. Khan's tuned Jeep Wrangler has a military angle and a pretty steep price tag. This bespoke Jeep Wrangler is for sale, with the tuner asking $80,000 for it. Not worth it. Unless, unless it was the, what was the Hellcat powered? The Trail, Trail Blaze? No, the Trailcat. Unless it's a Trailcat, I'm not convinced it's worth that much. Bugatti Chiron Super Sport 300 Plus and Per Sport taken to Nardo for some fine for some fine tuning. The Bugatti Chiron Super Sport 300 Plus and Per Sport are really pushing the performance envelope. This 2002 BMW M Coupe is a nice and unconventional choice. Powering the BMW M Coupe is a 3.2 liter six cylinder with 315 horsepower. Hyundai and Kia recall almost 600,000 vehicles over fire risk. The recall affects certain Kia Optima and Sorento models as well as the Hyundai Santa Fe. Skoda Enyaq IV getting a sportier crossover coupe variant. The electric crossover coupe could have up to 302 horsepower. One-off Bugatti Veyron... Veyron? <laughs> One-off Bugatti Veyron Grand Sport Vitesse slams into a bunch of hay bales. This Bugatti Veyron Grand Sport Vitesse will apparently need a new bumper. This diesel-powered Ford Mustang is bound to upset muscle car enthusiasts. As far as engine swaps go, a Mustang with a diesel is one of the most surprising. If it's a Duramax, I think that'll make Mustang guys even, even more livid. Let alone Mustang guys, just muscle car, or let alone muscle car guys, Mustang guys specifically. I think to end off, we need to talk about this recall though. Hyundai and Kia are recalling roughly 591,000 vehicles in the United States due to a brake fluid leak. A recall notice from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, or the NHTSA, reveals that due to a suspected supplier quality deviation issue, brake fluid may leak internally inside the hydraulic, the hydraulic electronic control ECU, 
or H-E-C-U. <laughs> there's, a, there's a Tumblr meme there for you, which over time could trigger an electrical short. An electrical short in the, in the H-E-C-U increases the risk of an engine compartment fire while driving, and Hyundai has added that an engine fire could even happen if the car is not turned on. Vehicles involved in the recall are a 2013 to 2015 model year, I say model year, but I don't even know, are 2013 to 2015 Kia Optima models, totaling 283,803 vehicles. The recall also involves 156,567 Kia Sorentos from 2014 and 15, and 151,000 Hyundai Santa Fe models from the 2013 to 2015 model years. Kia says all owners of the subject vehicles will be notified by first-class mail with instructions to bring their vehicles to a Kia or Hyundai dealership. Once the vehicles are in workshops, dealerships will inspect the HECU for leaking brake fluid and, if they find one, the HECU will be replaced with a new one. Kia will reimburse owners for repair expenses, too. Okay, that's not as good as just making it free. This isn't the first time that Hyundai or Kia have made a recall of this nature. Earlier this year, Hyundai recalled 20, no, 2006 to 2011 Elantra and 2007 to 2011 Elantra Touring models due to another electrical short circuit issue involving water getting into the ABS computer unit, something that also increased the possibility of an engine fire. Anyway, that is going to be it for today. I hope you all enjoyed. If you enjoyed this episode, then please like the episode, share the episode, and follow the podcast. If you're watching on YouTube, then please like, comment, share, and subscribe. Hitting a little notification bell and then all notifications. That way you'll be notified every time I upload. If you want to listen to this podcast on the road, but don't have or want the Podbean mobile app, well then that's no problem. Just boot up wherever you get your podcast, type in Cody's Car Conundrum, and then choose the episode you want to listen to. I hope you all enjoyed. I'll see you next time. You've just listened to me probably ramble about some cars, if I'm being honest. If you've enjoyed me passionately talking about lumps of metal on wheels, then why don't you follow me on Twitter at Cody Carr, C-O-N-U-N-D-R-M, or check out my website, www.codyscarconundrum.com, for articles and other car-related content. If you have any questions or would like to become a sponsor, send an email to drtaffy777 at gmail.com and put sponsor in the subject line. Make sure to follow me here or any other platform so you don't miss out on more full throttle content. Thanks for listening. I'll see you all in the next episode.